The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome down to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti, and I don't have a voice. Hello, Hannah. <laughs> I'm hearing how bad it is, you poor guy. Yeah, I'm a mess, all You have right? a summer cold. I hate this. I mean, no, a bad no, one. No, this is something else. I, oh, they no. put me on antibiotics today, so uh, I'm a mess. I got COVID vaccinated. I made it all the way through the entire process. <laughs> I made it to the two weeks after the second shot, and then after that, then I got sick. Yeah. First time I've been sick in 15 months because I went out in the public. And what happens is that once you go out in the public, all that other stuff that you would catch before you put a mask on all the time. Right, because hardly anybody got a cold or the regular flu. Right, before you put on a mask, before you avoided the crowds, back when you used to live wide open and free. Now we're licking light posts again. Right, and guess what? You can still get sick from that. You can still get sick if you go out and you lick a light post. You know, if you don't wash your hands, you'll still, you won't get COVID if you're vaccinated, but you'll still get sick. Yeah. And that's what happened to me because I got crazy. I was like, I don't need to wash my hands ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't I don't need to. Oh, oh, the table's dirty? You don't need to wipe it down. I'll eat off of this dirty table. I got the COVID shot. That was stupid. <laughs> so clearly you can't eat garbage even after you've had the COVID shot. So Hannah's going to handle the majority of the show today. Yes. Okay, because nobody wants to listen to this guy struggle as he talks. All right, but... Before we get to that, I want to tell you about a few big things. This Thursday, we are six days away from it already as the weekend update comes out on a Friday. This Thursday, the 24th of June, we are live starting at 7 p.m. on the patio at Durbin's at 102nd and Kedzie. And our big guest is Mayor Kelly Burke. If you ever want to come out, See the mayor, interact, watch her get interviewed by the EP podcast. This is the time. It is one week away, live at Durbin's, 7 p.m. on the 24th. It's rain or shine, because if it rains, we'll move inside. Otherwise, I figured, enjoy a nice night aisle with the people. Yeah. Okay? So we're going to be doing that. That is very exciting. And also joining us will be our sponsors, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Remember, they're over in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Remember that they helped out all these people during the pandemic, and they will be showing up to talk about some of the things they're working on right now, but also to give out fabulous prizes. Okay. Yeah. I've been told they want a table there. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to give out stuff as well. So we've got giveaways. We've got contests. We've got the bank. I don't know what banks give away. Do banks just give away money when they're giving away stuff? I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they do that or not. I'm not making any promises. And we've got the mayor of Evergreen Park, Kelly Burke, live and in person in front of a crowd coming up. Thursday the 24th, it's less than a week away. Are you excited about that? Yes, and you're not telling everybody they can see us. They always hear us. Well, yeah, they can see me. And I should be better by then. <laughs> I hope I'm better by then. The antibiotics I'm on, guarantee I'm going to be better by then. But who knows? But who knows? Who knows? Okay? Stop licking light posts. Every single disease I didn't get in the last 15 months is out there waiting for me. So you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Remember, uh, First National Bank of Evergreen Park wants to make a difference for you Personalized banking solutions you can rely on, especially during uncertain times. One thing I'm certain of, you still have to wash your hands or you get sick. 
Learn more at bankevergreenpark.com slash for you, member FDIC, equal housing lender, and get yourself an EP podcast car magnet at the location through the drive through or in person in the bank at 95th and Pulaski. We're going to do our weather, and then you're taking over. Yes! Because it's my turn. I lined up a guest for you. We're talking summer movies with our movie expert, Ben Belton, who's been I on the show before. Ben. Hannah and Ben coming up here in moments, but first, your weather. <laughs> day this show comes out, 90 degrees you're high and partly cloudy, about a 1 in 4 chance of some rain, and on Saturday mostly sunny, barely a chance of any precipitation, and it'll be 91 degrees, 89 on Sunday, but there's going to be some late thunderstorms, so Monday we will be in the 70s, which is good, you need a break every once in a while you see this heat wave going on out in the west I don't want that, you know I'll take some hot days I'll take some cool days. Like, Tuesday might actually get back down to the 60s. You need one of those every once in a while. I No, no. Give us the heat because it's before you know it, it's going to be cold See, again. you're from New Orleans. It's you want the hot, sticky heat. It's going to be cold again. Yeah, you're a hot, sticky heat. I bro. don't like the cold. Yeah, well, uh, I, I like a 60-degree day every once in a while, okay? I'm a fall guy, okay? I like to swim on the weekends. I want it to be fall in the middle of the week. That's kind of where I'm at. So I'll take that. I'll take that on Tuesday. Ben Belton going to be here in just moments before we get to it. I do want to tell everybody real quick, we've talked about the construction on Kedzie. We're going to get into this on Monday, and we're going to be talking with the mayor at Durbin's live on the 24th, next Thursday. Get out there to Durbin's, 102nd in Kedzie. going to be a great show. More repairs now announced. CSX is going to be working on the crossing at 99th and Rockwell, and it will be closed for a week. Ooh. Yes, beginning Ooh. on Tuesday, this Tuesday. <laughs> so 99th and Rockwell closed for the CXX line, plus Kedzie all throughout Evergreen with intermittent construction going on. It's going to be quite the scene here this summer in the EP. One of the many things we'll talk to the mayor about, I know she doesn't have any control over these things, but there's been some t- comments about uh, CSX. She was just on Chicago News on TV talking about the issues there. That'll be one of the things that we will talk about. Make sure you get out there to Dermans. My voice is dying. Ben Belton's next. <laughs> Don't lick light posts. I'm taking over. Imagine one day out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name. Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle locally or at a long distance at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Join us on the phone line right now as I uh, suck on some sort of uh, chloroseptic thing at this point. <laughs> Just so I can make the words come through, Ben. Uh, ben Belton, our Hollywood insider, is on the line. And Ben, like California's open, you're able to see movies. Are you pumped? Yeah, can you believe it? I, I actually saw my first uh, film about a week ago and I, I in a theater in over a year, which is 
a place I normally live in, seeing premieres and things and you know things in advance. And I hadn't been in a theater in over a year, so it was pretty crazy. What was your first movie? My first movie was Cruella, because um, I had some friends that had worked actually on the film, and so it was exciting to actually go see it. And I mean, I, I wasn't that thrilled with the idea of it, but I actually was pleasantly surprised with how really good it was, actually. Everyone tells me, that I have I have yet to see it, but everyone I've talked to says it is so, so good. I can't wait to see it, but talk to me, someone like you that's like so passionate about the theater. What was it like being back in the theater and there were people around you? And it's something so simple that you take for granted, but um, now you're able to do it again. Yeah, it was, um, it was unreal just because, you know, anything from seeing the trailers to... Uh, having popcorn, all of it just felt like it was kind of like, you know, it was kind of like reliving something. So it was kind of interesting to be in it. And, you know, everyone was really respectful of each other's personal space. And it made it, it made it a lot easier to, you know, enjoy it almost as if we did, you know, prior to the pandemic. Right. So. Yeah, I don't I don't respect personal space. That's why I'm sick already. Yeah, like look- I got myself vaccinated <laughs> and immediately caught something else because it turns out there's other things besides COVID out there. I'm shocked. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. I had no idea. <laughs> so get back to Cruella. That's kind of like the, the big movie that people are really flocking to now that everything is opening back up. Um, did it live up to all the hype? Um, I know it's based on the, you know, the the villain from 101 Dalmatians. And, you know, they do these live action movies now with Disney based off of the cartoon characters. But how did it translate into being like live action? Was it a little darker than what you would have expected? Yeah, it was a it was a dark film. It was almost remind me a little bit of uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Sweeney Todd that came out about what 10 or 15 years ago. It was a darker film, but it had a Disney touch, so it wasn't that dark. Um, and it's already been, um, they're already working on a sequel to it. And I'm, they're already talking Oscar nominations for some of the things from costume to, um, you know, some of the production and, and what have you. So I think it's, um, it was a good start to the box office for, you know, there's arguably some other films that have played a part, but, um, you know, it was, it was a good film. I definitely would recommend it for people to see. Okay. So the actor from Bridgerton, I can never pronounce his name correctly. Reggae Jean Page. Reggae Jean Page. Okay. Yes. So there's talks about him being the next Bond. Is that correct? Yeah. He's, um, apparently in talks, you know, in talks, you know, they say he, 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 uh, supposedly has said that he has not, not been mentioned for it, but then if I've heard that he has been in talks to potentially play the play the part, but I mean, along with a lot of other people. But here's a, here's a guy who was virtually pretty much unknown, mm-hmm. you know, not yeah. not too long ago. Then he has this huge series on Netflix, and then he, you know, is being discussed as potentially being the next Bond. So you take that, and you know, he might have had one of the best uh, pandemic career growths out there. Unknown Bonds are like the best ones, though, right? I mean, really, Daniel Craig. I didn't really know him well enough when he showed up. And uh, it was Sean Connery's real first big roles, yeah. if I remember yeah. right. The unknown Bonds are normally my favorite Bonds. Yeah, I think it was interesting. Daniel Craig, they're they're kind of wanting to keep the talk down because, of course, the the Daniel Craig's last film with the, the series is coming out in, the, in you know just months now, and so they don't want to take the hype away. But everybody's kind of thinking, okay, what's what's next? What comes after this one? And talk about like versatility in acting. You look at Bridgerton, you watch the show, and then you're like, wow, he's going to translate and like be Bond, possibly be Bond. Are we going to be seeing a trailer for the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, was it Far From Home? Yeah, that, so that's what the talk is about around town. And, and it's it's been kind of floating around there. And, and the different pages are floating, are kind of 
floating the idea that it's going to happen tomorrow or two days from now or things like that. But a little bit of that is, you know, it kind of what we've been hearing is a little bit of that is to promote this idea that there's going to be a multiverse or a number of different versions of the same character. So when you saw the Loki series, which is out now on Disney Plus, which is now the most watched series, I mean, first you had WandaVision, <laughs> and then you had you know, uh, you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now you have this one, and it's just that each one is growing off each other. But if you watch the intro, it shows Loki, but it's different versions of his name. And the same thing was in WandaVision, and so every promotion of the film that we've of of Marvel, any of the Marvel projects now are showing this version of multiple, you know, multiple realities, which is what's you know obviously rumored not only for this, but what's coming next for um, you know a lot of the different uh, movies and TV projects that are coming. Yeah, I need to go back and count. I remember the first of the the Spider-Man movies was probably two thousand two, if I think back of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. How many Spider-Man movies and renditions have they done, and how many more can they do? It just impresses me how many they can create over and over again, but every time they do it, it draws in a different audience. I think we're at eight now. And of course, you know, the Spider-Man universe is going to get even bigger. Um, for one reason, you've got, you know, of course, Venom 2 is coming out in just months. And then you've got Spider-Man coming out in December, which is, you know, going to be huge. And then a month after that, you have Morbius coming out. So it's all in that Sony a Spider-Man Marvel universe that they're that they're building outside of the regular Disney Marvel universe. What is the biggest movie of the summer? And this is why I want to ask this question. Okay. I'm going to strain my voice to get in here, Ben, because Anna's doing a glorious job here. Trying. But I, I am. I've got this feeling that when you didn't have a summer movie slate last year, and you had movies mm-hmm. that have waited now for people to be able to go back to theaters, and yet you still had other projects that they were planning on for this year you are going to have an awful lot of options possibly mm-hmm. that could be the big summer movie. So what are you hearing is the buzz that is going to be the it movie this summer? Well, I think already a quiet place too has done wonderful things. And of course that came out just weeks ago and it's continuing to just, you know, essentially rule the box office at a very early, you know, and it's going to keep going. Um, but as far as what's coming, of course you have um, F9, which is coming uh, I believe, um, you know, just, of course, just days from now, it's being released in different places around the world. But, you know, the, the Fast and Furious sequel, and those always do really well. Is it going to be the best film in terms of quality of film? I don't think they ever are, but people enjoy them. I enjoy them. I like to go just watch the cars, you know. Um, that's part of the fun. But I honestly think Black Widow is really going to clean up this this summer. I think that will be the film. I, I hear it's in- incredible, and I also have heard that, it's kind of like Mission Impossible meets, you know, a spy movie meets, uh, you know, you know, Disney. So there's a very, they just, all these sort of like mashups that it kind of fits into. And it's, I guess it's, I've, I know people have seen it and it's supposedly really, really good. You know, and in keeping, you know, again, I know we're beating a dead horse with COVID, but keeping with COVID, who benefited in the movie industry from COVID? Was it the streaming services? Did they really see that big of an uptick with the movie theater shutdown? And now that movie theaters are back open, do you think the streaming audience is going to hold strong? Yeah, I do. And I honestly, I think what the whole experience taught people was that it's about storytelling, right? So a lot of people have embraced this idea and it's it's maybe not as a result of the pandemic, but it's been strengthened by the pandemic because you've seen things like WandaVision I mean, arguably, they wanted to make a film, a solo film with her character. But then they decided, well, we're going to do, you know, a, a series. And it's, you know, very popular. And they're even talking now she might get nominated for an Emmy for Best Actress. 
you know, for it, which will be in just weeks now, too, in July when they announce the uh, nominations, I believe. Um, and what's interesting is the fact that storytelling actually really won because people are kind of looking at, well, what's the difference between a TV and a film now? The ability that you can tell a good story over a longer period of time, potentially on a TV show uh, where you have more hours and, and more you know, ability to break down the characters, I think, is what what you're going to see. So I think you'll continue to be see streaming be strong. I think it's just going to take a while for the films to come back and be as strong as they are. I mean, you're not even seeing the crowds that you can see now, even though they've lifted a lot of the regulations in a lot of the states. It's just going to take some time for people to feel comfortable and, you know, get back to the theater when they can. You know, and that leads me into my next question. Um, are some of these theater companies going to be able to bounce back? You know, some of them under they filed for bankruptcy. They really mm -hmm. took a huge hit. Are they going to be able to bounce back? Are we going to see like AMC rise to the height that it was or are there going to be losers at the end of all this? Well, AMC is in talks to buy, uh, allegedly buy some theaters here in Los Angeles that are pretty epic. They're in two of the major shopping centers here in, in Hollywood or Los Angeles. And, um, you know, a number of theaters have closed, but they're typically the smaller sort of mom and pop owners. Um, and that's the sad thing because you have a lot of really great film uh, you know, theater owners that were put out of business by things. But in, in addition to that, I think what you're going to start to see is this trend in theaters was more that you're going to start to see um, more, I guess, high-end theaters, making it, it going to the theater experience where you have a nice craft beer or a wine or, you know, you might even have a higher-end you know, meal or meal options to eat and then be able to have a really luxury experience. The idea of a dollar theater and some of those things that weren't doing great before the pandemic is probably going to become less you know, less of a trend in, in the, the weeks and months ahead. You know, Ben, we've got an awful lot of families here in Evergreen Park, which means a lot of kids. Uh, and at some point, people might want to take them back out to the movies. Is there anything geared towards kids and families this year? Yeah, of course. Um, th there's, a, there's a new project, an animated film called Spirit that I've heard is really good. I Again, I haven't seen it. We're still not back to the phase where we're, we're out and we're going to screenings and things like that. That's still sort of making its way back. Um, but there's also uh, Hotel Transylvania is also coming out, I believe, next month. Um, there's just a lot of really big animated projects that are coming. Uh, not a California's open. Uh, can you still uh, see stars walking down the street? You always tell us about how you bump into somebody or you run into somebody at a Starbucks, but it's a lot easier from the hide now if they keep a mask on. I, I'm pretty sure Hollywood's keeping the mask on forever so they can stay anonymous. <laughs> it's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to them. I, I honestly did. It was really hard to see even people that I know that aren't famous walking around here because everybody's got a mask on. And particularly if you're wearing glasses, you might as well be, you know, you, you might as well be in, in disguise, really, because you can't you can't see someone. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm amazed. I, I was at a place that I go to um, a restaurant and they actually were filming uh, the Shaws of Sunset. Uh, reality oh, show. <laughs> and in addition to that, which again, I, I am not a fan of it, but I, I, I understand a lot of people are, but they were filming again. I thought, well, if they're filming stuff and then of course you start to see, now you're starting to see people and, um, you know, people are taking meetings here and you're seeing like actors and actresses at, you know, production, like little production lunches and dinners and things like that. So I think I think we're finally back, but fingers crossed. I don't want those to be my famous last words. We're almost back to Ben interrupting some poor actor or actress who's getting a coffee. 
by telling him how, how wonderful he thinks they are. We're almost back yeah. to that creepy moment, Ben. We're almost I don't think back that's to ever it. really been me, but I, I you know, it, it would have to be the right person, that's for sure. <laughs> ben Belton, we're always lucky to have him check in with us here on the EP podcast. And uh, I appreciate you jumping in. And Hannah did a great job filling in for a guy who's been losing his voice. Are you surprised? You hear how it's coming back? You let me rest it, and now it's coming back. Are you surprised? I'm going to wrap this show up before it goes away again. I'm not surprised. You need to start paying me. I'm doing good. Man, I got I to gotta tell you this before you get off the line. We'll wrap up with you on here. We're having a contest here on the okay. EP podcast where somebody is going to get to host a show with Hannah when I go on vacation. So somebody's going to get to do the EP podcast. Uh, we have been asking people who have worked with me in the past what uh-huh. it's like to uh, do a show with me or do a show that I do. And you used to be on the radio with me, I would say two decades ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I, do you have any warnings for people or uh, words of encouragement? What are they in for? Um, I'd say a lot of fun because every time I've worked with Chris, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I would also say that, um, you know, they have to be ready to, you know, for anything to happen because there've always been interesting guests and things that um, Chris has had. So I would have to say, Expect the unexpected. There you go. There you go. If you want to be in on that competition, remember there are two ways for you to get in on it. Go to the eppodcast.com. In the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little blue microphone. Click on it. Leave us a message and tell us why you would like to be a host on the EP Podcast later on this summer or give us a call at 708-459-8406, 24-7, 365 days a year and do the exact same thing from your phone. So from any device or your phone, you have a way to enter. Maybe you'll get to talk to Ben. Like if you want to talk movies with Ben, we'll book him to be on the show mm-hmm. with you. I can be here. Yeah, Ben will be here. He's got nothing to do out there. He's got two hours <laughs> behind us anyway, slacker. Got nothing to do out there. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week and the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.